Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and Valentine sender. I'm also a big fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day, I'm going to share a few of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so... Don't leave too soon, I'm gonna teach you stuff, no it won't be tough, gonna go a year till you've had enough, it's 365. Today is, as I'm sure you're aware, Valentine's Day. The history of Valentine's Day isn't quite what you'd expect, so let's reverse and dive right in. Most people know on some level that Valentine's Day was named after St. Valentine, but who was he? What did he do to inspire such an enduring holiday? There is actually more than one person associated with a moniker like St. Valentine. There are at least three saints in the Catholic Church who are named something like St. Valentine or Valentinus. The legends of how the holiday began vary by the saints. In one of them, a St. Valentine was a priest during the 3rd century in Rome. The emperor of the time, Claudius II, decreed that single men were more fit to be soldiers than married men and fathers. He took it a step further by outlawing young men from marriage. Yikes. That, as they say, escalated quickly. St. Valentine thought this was bogus and provided secret marriages for young lovers in hiding. Claudius found out eventually and sentenced St. Valentine to death, and the saint was eventually tragically beheaded. Then there was another St. Valentine, of Terni, a bishop outside of Rome. Some people think that he's the true inspiration behind Valentine's Day. He was also beheaded by Claudius. Other versions of the origin tales state that St. Valentine was killed for helping people escape prison. In another legend, one of the Valentines was in prison and sent the first Valentine to a young woman, legend says the jailer's daughter, professing his love for her. He supposedly signed the letter from your valentine, which is an expression that you probably have heard of now. Though there isn't one agreed-upon story of how Valentine's Day began, you can see that these stories have the common thread of honoring a kind man who believed in the power of love. The specific date, February 14th, is also up for debate. Some believe it's the anniversary of one of the saints' deaths, while others believe that it was a move to make a Christian holiday replace the old pagan festival of Lupercalia. Lupercalia was on February 15th every year, a festival in honor of Faunus, the Roman god of agriculture. It was meant to celebrate fertility and the legend of Romulus and Remus. Though the exact date of origin of Lupercalia is unknown, it definitely dates way back to at least the 6th century BC. Romulus and Remus were the supposed founders of Rome, who were allegedly raised by a wolf. At the beginning of the festival, the priests would sacrifice two animals, a goat to honor fertility and a dog to symbolize purification. Then things got a little weirder. They'd skin the goat and cut its hide into strips. 
then dip the strips in the goat's blood. After that, they'd run through the streets, hitting women and crops with the blood-soaked goat strips. Okay, it definitely sounds violent and really bad, but supposedly it was a gentle action and the women enjoyed the holiday and believed that being touched by the hides increased their fertility. At the end of the festival, all the women of the town would put their names on papers into an urn, and then single men in the city would choose a name and try out dating that woman. Sounds a little bizarre, but it worked for some people. Some of these matches even ended up married. Nevertheless, Lupercalia was outlawed at the end of the 5th century, and St. Valentine's Day was created as a replacement. It took a while for Valentine's Day to adopt the traditions that we now know it for today. People began writing Valentines in the 1400s, and the oldest Valentine that still exists today was written in 1914 by Charles the Duke of Orleans. He was being held captive in the Tower of London after being captured at the Battle of Agincourt. That Valentine now resides in the manuscript collection at the British Library in London. Today, Valentine's Day is most commonly celebrated in the United States, Canada, Mexico, the United Kingdom, France, and Australia. It was in the midst of the 18th century that it became popular in these countries to exchange small tokens of appreciation on Valentine's Day, either between lovers or between close friends. Around the turn of the 20th century, printmakers began mass printing Valentine's Day cards. The Greeting Card Association estimates that 145 million Valentines are sent every single year. Valentine's is the second highest card-selling holiday of the year, beat out only by Christmas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now let's talk about music. Today, in 1967, Otis Redding recorded Respect for the first time at the Atlantic Studio in New York City. You probably don't know Respect from the Otis Redding version, though. The song was popularized and made into a worldwide hit by Queen of Soul herself, Aretha Franklin. Franklin making the song a feminist and equal rights ballad once she started performing it in 1968 is part of what gave it a place in both music and social history. And now for our final segment of the day, I'm going to look into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on a Valentine's Day in my life. On February 14th, 2017, I released my first original song called 1-800-DATE-ME. Now, Valentine's Day has never been a holiday that was insanely important in my life. However, it, it became one because of this song being released on Valentine's Day four years ago now. I feel so old just saying four years. That's crazy. But yes, my first song that I ever put out onto the internet was about being lonely and single, and I wish that that wasn't my origin, but hey, you know what? We all have to start somewhere. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow. And if you don't mind, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow at 365 Days MXM Tune on your preferred social media platforms. It's 365 with MXM Tune every day so don't leave too soon i'm gonna teach you stuff no it won't be tough gonna go a year till you've had enough it's three six